0: Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmi uh, Talks, and this week's guest, we have the one and only Von Vertigo, one of my personal favorite wrestlers on the Ontario scene, and as you were here, he has been all over the place now. He's been to Britain, it- Italy, Germany, the States, Canada, and I just see bigger and bigger things for him coming up in the uh, future, but before the amazing interview, and also I forgot to uh, mention... The reason I have him on the show is because he's the brains behind the Backyard Pro, the this little YouTube show that went from uh, one Twitter clip and started getting retweeted and kind of went uh, vi- viral for him, because it's a hi- it's a hysterical show, and it's so funny to watch. And right now, with the with the world the way the way it is, we all need a little entertainment. So go check out Backyard Pro. I actually just bought one of the shirts and and listen to the uh, show to find out how you can actually purchase those just just message him he has some here he has some on pro wrestling tees if you are in canada probably the cheaper way to do it would be just just direct message him through twitter facebook anything and now i got to get got to get through and and pay pay these uh, these uh, bills here guys if you need any graphic design work done, go check out Solid Designs on Instagram, guys. It is a fantastic page, an amazing artist. He is designing stuff left, left and right right now. Get, get him soon. Here, there's gonna be a pretty big, pretty big wait. He's been pretty, pretty busy with it. But always remember, tell him that Gilmi sent you. Uh, BatsintheBelfryArt.com go check check out her page guys she's an amazing artist and right now she is taking commissions and all the prices and points are on the website you can follow her on Instagram because she's an an amazing artist and who 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 doesn't like transit transit formers guys and If you are ever in London, Ontario, you gotta check out my friends at Doing Fine Kitchens. One, he's attached to a brewery and absolutely fantastic beer there. But the food's really good too and even my 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 lovely wife uh, w- w- enjoys it. Uh, w- enjoys it too. They make ev- everything on site from scratch, and you don't hear people saying that too often anymore. Now, enough of me yammering on here, and I hope you guys enjoy the show as much as I did. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of fun, and remember to check out Backyard Yar- Yarder Pro and follow it on on all the, all the uh, socials good morning good evening good night how is everybody doing out there in quarantine land this is gilme again and on the line i have von vertigo world traveled wrestler he has been pretty much all over over the over the planet now one one half of uh my one of my my current favorite tag tag teams to watch so yeah yeah man how's it how's the day going
1: it's going all right how are you doing
0: justin yeah so far so good should
1: sure i sure call you gilme what do you, what
0: do you prefer Ah, uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, F, F, everybody knows I'm Justin. I just introduced myself as a Gomi because that's the title of the show. Yeah, that's it. But, okay, we'll do it then. Oh, yeah. Justin, Gomi, I really don't care. Just don't really call me late for a, for a, a, a dinner because I'm... <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm so happy. Today's my first day of vacation and I made homemade burgers this morning and I'm just looking so forward to a, a dinner it's going nice.
1: to be. Homemade burgers are always the best. Oh,
0: they are. The best. And,
1: so much better than, you know, buying robot, right?
0: Oh yeah. And you know, when you just look, when you're looking forward to just a fantastic meal later, uh, yes. I, I, I am a, I am very much a cook. So worked in restaurants for about 20 something years. So I picked up a, a, a few things, but I, I would help you pick up a, a few things in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm doing. A, I'll just, I'll just say it. I'm doing a pineapple and sweet and sour burgers. Interesting. Yep. That sounds good, though. It's not everyone's thing, I know. But
1: now, is, yeah. is the pineapple um, in the beef, or is that going to yes. be like fried cut kind of on top of it? In the
0: beef uh, to both. Yes. I throw like, uh, I throw some pineapple chunks, chunks in in with the meat, mix them up, nice grill, and then I got an actual pineapple right over there. I'm gonna chop up after after this too, I grill. Huh, That sounds really good. Yeah, it's when I and uh, doing. Uh, I like turkey bacon on on top of it instead of regular bacon. It just stays flat, so it's not all like wonky on the on the, and on, it's the on the bun. It's much healthier for
1: you. So
0: yeah, it's not nearly as salty. So yeah, it's um yeah, not as salty,
1: not as fatty. It's good for you. Oh yeah. Well, maybe
0: not good for you, but it's better. It's it's it's, it's the better option. I am yes, yeah. exactly. And I am not a healthy eater, but man, I just like food that tastes good well and i agree oh uh now that you've actually been home and not traveling the world have you been actually cooking
1: uh yeah i have been in, in, i went on all, when all this started i was supposed to be on a six-week tour of england and germany um we got two weeks into it and then essentially the government's like hey you should probably come home
0: because you know the world's shutting down so we had to go home within like three four days notice
1: uh, myself and brett banks and then yeah as soon as i came home i just i was like well I kind of sat around for two weeks, and I was like, well, I guess i start cooking stuff, you know? (laughs) So I went back to, like, chicken and rice, and then I I experimented with, like, a few recipes, but it's it's always come down to, like, I'll buy, like, a Nando sauce, um, because I love that stuff because because of the UK. So I'll uh, toss my chicken in that, and then, you know, just put on some rice and have some spinach on it, and that's pretty much a daily meal for me. (laughs) 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 Make it every
0: day. It's great. Oh, yeah. No, just, well, you are a a professional athlete, and you, you have to actually care what you eat you can't just do you can't really do what i did and grab uh, the mint chocolate chip ice ice cream at i mean i, I would say like three,
1: three months there i would have like one healthy meal a day and then the rest would be like oh man this, this delicious pizza looks pretty good Or right. like oh man little caesars it's like seven bucks i can get a pizza like uh,
0: there's so many food options that then I, then I try to convince myself like oh i'll just, I'll just bulk up you know that's fine and I see my stomach growing, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> the past month, I've been better,
1: but it's it's a struggle.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's, um, I got to say, it has been very difficult to stay self-motivated right there now. Because I'm, I'd say I'm yes. probably, yeah, personally, I'm probably about, I was 20 pounds overweight. Now I'm about 30 to 35 over, because right. quarantine life. and. Quarantine, um, exactly. Yeah, can't do the gym, can't do this. Uh, I am not a runner. I'm trying, but I am with running. I'm just really lazy. That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't. I can't run personally. Like, I've been able to. Thankfully, I live in a small town, so I live near a a river, and I've been able to kind of walk up and down the river. I go do that at least once a day. Um, But ever now, like working out at home is just it's hard. Like, I'll literally put on like the WWE Network or something, or like an indie show. And then, like you do, like I don't know, like bench press. You do like three sets, and then you're like, oh, "What's uh, what's Keith Lee doing?" You know, <laughs> you get distracted, and then you're sitting there, like, "Oh shit, I was working out like half half an hour ago. What am I doing?" So it's it's just hard to keep keep motivated,
0: you know. Oh, yeah. and also Keith Lee is kind of awesome, and exactly, exactly. He's just he's probably one of the best things in WWE right now. I I, I, would, I would say. Agree. He's um and. I I've actually met him. Met him once. Nicest guy on the uh, on the planet. Where but, did
1: you uh, you meet
0: him? Um, it was a few years ago. I think he did a. I want to say. I remember
1: he did C four here in Ontario.
0: Yeah, uh, I think yes. he did uh, uh, no, sure. uh, Alpha One. I think he did a. Was real, it Alpha? Was it Alpha or was it? I don't know. Or was it Smash? Honestly, hmm. I go to a lot of shows and they all kind of blend. I'm like, I remember seeing that yes. guy. I remember seeing 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 <laughs> that guy. I don't have but the that, memory. That's, that's the beautiful.
1: That's the beautiful part of the Indies. You get to see you know all these guys before they go and get a TV deal.
0: Oh yeah, like uh, that's well, incredible. What was it when I when I got to see Johnny Gargano when he was Smash Champ and yeah. like that's a few years back now. But like, that you'll, was you'll,
1: you'll never forget that. You'll never forget the the moment like. That you saw him, that he became a star, right?
0: It's crazy. Oh yeah, and I brought my show, uh, my boys, to that show, and I got a got a photo with my much younger boys now uh, with Johnny Johnny Garb, Garb Gano, which is just really really cool. But Very cool. yeah, uh, we're not really here to talk it we're, we're about those guys. We're here to talk <laughs> it about you, kind of right, get. Kind of get back on a topic because I can just put, ramble, let's, let's ramble put all day. Over more here. Oh yeah. Well, let's see. world traveled wrestler, one of the best high flyers on the planet. Just yeah. And I'll take. It. Uh, where did you your initial interest for wrestling? Happen? So, uh, kind of hinders back to grade school. Um, grade four or five, I had this friend named Wayne Fryer. His aunt was Stratus. Pardon? Now, his, his aunt was Trish Stratus, which is crazy. So I didn't
1: know really know anything about wrestling. I had gone over to friends as I was previously, and it'd be on. I remember seeing, like, a, I want to say it was Brock Lesnar and Big Show, um, like, probably like 2003 or something. I remember vividly seeing it on the screen, but I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. And I always knew my friend's aunt was Trish Stratus, and he'd always do these um, speeches. Because in grade school, he had to do these speeches in front of the class, which were god awful, and they were the worst. But he always did one about his aunt, Trish. I was like, oh, cool. And then we rented uh, SmackDown vs. Raw, two thousand seven. And I'm looking through the playable characters, and I'm like, oh, there's Trish Stratus. That's that's your aunt, dude. Your aunt is in this game. I'm like, what? That's insane. Um, so kind of from that, I started playing the video games, and then from the video games, I got addicted to wrestling, and then I just started watching uh, SmackDown on Fridays, and then eventually I convinced my parents to get uh, I think a Sportsnet three hundred and sixty so we could get
0: Raw. Getting getting Raw way back when was uh, difficult for me. For myself too, living uh, just getting my parents to pay for any any exactly. wrestling <laughs> was. Uh, <laughs> th- thankfully, my parents
1: were like they were fine to pay for like pay per views and stuff because we uh, I had my friends come over and whatnot and then we all kind of like split it a bit. And my parents would chip in a bit as well, so yeah, working. Eight. My house was usually the place where we go watch pay per views.
0: Awesome, because yeah, mine was not. Uh, my parents are great, <laughs> love loving to death, but the wrestling thing, the, my dad. Yeah. Uh, after Hulk Hogan, my dad kind of, kind of tapered off with his fandom.
1: But he, but he still watched it, eh? Because my parents oh, yeah. didn't watch at
0: all. My parents watched in the 80s with, because oh, okay. for me, my grandfather was the, was the, the big, big fan. There's, right. every wrestling fan has a, has a family member who kind of, this is what wrestling is, or this is. Yeah, kind of yeah. introduce them, right? Yeah, that's kind of, or, a, or a friend, you we all get introduced somehow. No, exactly. uh, there's yeah, I mean, no,
1: nobody really, well, some people stumble upon it, but it's rare to stumble upon it.
0: You kind of right. get introduced. And when did you, you, when did you, you decide to actually start, uh, training? Because it's a huge step going from, Hey, this is very cool on TV to, I want to do this.
1: So pretty much immediately I started back air wrestling. Yeah. Well, it's kind of basement wrestling. and then it turned into back air wrestling when I got a trampoline. Uh, uh, when I started grade 9, my friend, well, he was, he was a friend of a friend, uh, he found Squirt Circle Training in Toronto, and I lived about an hour and a half out of the city. And he said, hey, my dad's going to take me to this. Uh, I know you love wrestling. Like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, yes, absolutely. I didn't even know I could get trained at the age of 14. That sounds incredible. Um, so I went with him, and then uh, my parents had to sign like, a waiver, and then I just kept going to Squirt Circle Training from literally 2010 till 2014, until it closed down, essentially. And so, that's pretty much how I got introduced to the business to
0: that. Basically, by being, I did pretty much every job I could. I'd, you know, set up the ring, I'd be the ring bell guy, I'd film the shows, I'd be a ref when they needed one, I'd do
1: pretty much anything I could because I was too small to really be in the ring uh, until
0: they let me have a match when I was 17. First match. How was that after training for three years and finally getting to. I felt do like it? I was
1: just, after waiting for three years, I was just so ready to go out there that it wasn't really nervous. I wasn't that nervous. Um, what also helped was the fact that I repped for, you know, a year or two, because I was already in the ring with, you know, guys like Elgin and Josh Alexander, so, uh, the pressure was kind of taken off a little bit from that. Um, so yeah, by the time I got out there, it wasn't too big of a deal, unfortunately.
0: Oh yeah. No, which is pretty it was a, pretty It was a huge deal cool. to make,
1: the, make a debut, but it wasn't, there wasn't as much nerves as I thought there'd be.
0: Oh yeah, because you've been, you've been around for three years, you know who the guys are, you probably know a lot of the fans by then, and... Exactly. I'm starting to get comfortable with it, right? Yeah. Going, going a little bit, a little bit backwards here. How was the first? Since you you were doing the the backyard stuff, basement stuff. How I I love ask, asking this one. How was the first bump in an actual ring? Going from one.
1: Uh, I like honestly like the first year of training is pretty much a blur. I don't know why I don't remember it. Maybe it's concussions. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I just kind of remember taking it and being like, uh... That was awful that was like the worst thing I ever felt um then I kind of got up and like you know you have to do it again and again and just get used to it um and then I the only thing I really remember from like the first couple of days of training is I remember uh this one guy he grabbed me and he just picked me up and gave me a brain buster for no reason and I remember everyone yelling at him like wow what, what the hell man this guy just started training like why'd you just give him a brain buster and like, I still do this day I'm like why did he do that like I shouldn't have taken a brain buster like three training classes in he just picked me up and gave it to me like, what the hell, man? Like, it, I'm not fully trained here.
0: Yeah, like, oh, ridiculous. Because you were little at, because I'm I guessing yeah, I, I at think, 14. I think that's probably
1: it. I was, I was easier to maneuver around. That's, that's oh, fun, yeah.
0: sort of this. No, just because uh, I've only taken one bump, one one training course in class in my entire life, and I knocked myself yeah. out.
1: Yeah, it's, it's easy to do. I couldn't get over the concept of, I do remember this, like,
0: you have to tuck your chin when you fall. Yeah. And I couldn't get that concept in my head. I was so used to falling
1: on trampolines that I didn't care, I just kept falling. And every time I'd whack my head and be like, "Ah, oh, why did I do that? And like but you learn quick. Oh yeah. Because the more you hit your head, <laughs> the more you hit the tucket, right?
0: Oh yeah. Like uh I used I don't remember what happened next. I remember being in, in the car on the way home. Yeah. Jeez, that's... So you're completely like oh, Snow, I mean because wow. yeah, i 'cause I'm Ouch. I'm six foot two and I'm not 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 I'm not a little dude, so I yeah. and I threw myself back way too hard. I was a little excited my first day, and just I'm like, I'm gonna that's show.
1: Better. A lot of people fall really slowly, and they fall on their ass and it hit their head or something. But you went right into it, so that's that's one thing out of the way.
0: <laughs> and I never did it. Did it? Never did it again. So. Uh, I think that's oh, yeah. I think
1: that's really important um, as a wrestling fan as well to understand how that feels,
0: right? Oh yeah. Because now you have a different appreciation for it. Oh yeah. Like I did the. I thought, oh and I went in as a as a cocky oh this is this is easy, I'll be able to pick this up and da 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 da. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. I was I didn't step foot into a ring again until I was doing I was invited in to do shots at a deathproof show years and years ago. Because gotcha. newbies get in the ring and you do shots. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh man. I even yep even yeah. even uh, put on a charity show I didn't step in the ring <laughs> <laughs> yeah well well I wanted to I just didn't um, <laughs> now back to actual actual questions again uh, sure. your wrestling style how can you actually describe it because I tried putting my finger on it and I'm just like you're just you I can't
1: yeah I don't it's a combination
0: of a lot of things. Like a yeah. lot of the, people, the wrestlers I watch are obviously smaller guys because I am a smaller guy. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of your Daniel Bryan's. It's your Jeff
1: Hardy. It's your Chris Jericho. It's your Shawn Michaels. It's your Christian. Um, the smaller guys are just gonna have just kind of had to use their movement to their advantage, sort of thing. I also find it hard to describe my style because I am a high flyer, but I'm not. You know, I'm not out there doing six thirty splashes. I'm not. I'm not Pac. I'm not like uh, Ricochet. Um, so I would say it's a lot. It's very striking and very high fly
0: I gotta ask ask. Being over in England so often, have have you have you actually picked up any of the any of the catch style or 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 anything anything like that, or or are you just kind of sticking to your your game? I picked up a little bit from a few of the training classes I've taken, but for the
1: most part, the guys I've been paired with to wrestle are not that style. Those guys are usually wrestling guys of other that style i'm always paired with like the other cruiserweights or uh you know bigger guys that want to throw me around sort of thing (laughs) i would love to pick it up it's just um you need the right guy to teach you
0: yeah because it is a what other fans don't don't really get that every style is so different like lucha you uh lucha for example you work the other side of the body i believe that's in traditional wow. Mexican yes, yeah.
1: G- 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 yeah. I was trained uh, circle training I would say was a lucha school uh, we were trained to work the you know the left side of the body the how we do in North America um, but it wasn't traditional Mexican training because we were taught to work with guys you know in our area sort of thing mm-hmm. I would say that the, the sports training prepared us for the Indies okay. there's other training schools that kind of prepare you for like WWE sort of thing
0: but we were we were taught how to you know uh, work with all sorts of styles. Yeah, right, because that's that's the one thing I love about indie indie wrestling. Well, a fantastic card you have, a little bit of something for everybody, right? You have your Josh Alexander type, who's a big, okay. There's Josh Alexander; he's one unto himself. There's no Josh Alexander type. Yeah, but <laughs> I, know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, you have your uh, your quote unquote strong 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 style guys who look like they're going to rip somebody's somebody's face off you have the high flyers you have the the grappling you have the comedy matches and yes. that kind of it kind of thing that's like my perfect card because i could it's never show, right? yeah you it's want like to see all those. I, I can't like uh check pro i can't watch it just not right. it's not it's all kind of One it's not I uh, mean, also, yeah. like,
1: even if it was the other way around if you had you know eight mike bailey matches right would after you watch the first one, but the second one and the third one matter? Right, it's the same type of match.
0: Oh yeah, and and don't get me wrong, Mike Bailey is awesome. Just no, you, Mike Bailey is awesome. You you don't, don't <laughs> want to watch watch him do like multiple matches of the same this the same same exact style because you have your on the same card you can have a, a Bailey versus anybody like Bailey versus Albright. It's just going to be a hard hitting, amazing like just beat the hell out so of each other fight, match. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much a fight and then you can have yourself versus um who's another high high flyer? My name's uh can't think of think like of an Aiden somebody. Or a Brent yeah. Banks. Well, or well, exactly, like Brent uh, Brent Banks, one of my one of my favorite guys and humble, humble Same. dude. I but met I'm him. <laughs> yeah, I no, I met the guy at a outside and what was it in an, an NXT show? Just a random, well, a random meetup. One of the nicest dudes on the on the uh, planet. And then people, uh, a couple other fans, notice him and start chanting money. And he just like puts up his hood, just kind of walks off. I'm like, uh, that's, that's the most
1: Brent Bank story I've ever heard. I've I've spent many many weeks with him in the UK. I, yeah, that's that's Brent to a team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just because he.
1: Actually, I'll, I'll tell you one Brent Bag story. Um, Please. He, did you, do you remember Defiant wrestling that was in the UK
0: for a bit? It was part what yeah, culture, yeah. but it became Defiant. Yep. He wrestled for the for what culture or for uh, Defiant
1: against El Phantasma, who's now in New Japan. And I think it was like the next night or it was the night after. We're at a Ref Pro show, and we're we're kind of we're showing up to every show we can, just trying to help out. And this is their big York Hall show, so there's nine hundred people there, and uh, mm-hmm. they asked us to help take tickets, and that's fine. I don't mind taking tickets, but poor Brent just wrestled for Defiant two days before, both taking tickets, and uh, the guys from Wrestle Talk walk in, and he's like, "Oh no," he's like, because he remember he remember them talking about him or something, and uh, he put like his hood up, and he's like trying not to like let them see him like taking tickets. And I'm like, "Oh, Brent, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: you just wrestled for Defiant. Now you're taking tickets at Griff uh, Pro. It's okay." Oh yeah, just like. <laughs> Because what I've learned doing podcasts and this, and just talking to, to wrestlers is that the most respected people do everything. like yes. there's the guys who will come in and just carry the cables or the ropes or do this or help out. And it is very much probably most team-based show that I have ever heard of, and that's every single wrestling show, because everybody has to do a part. Or it's, well, it's here's not also one
1: thing. If you are just a wrestler and you come in and just wrestle and you don't offer anything else, well, what are you doing to help the promoters? If you're not promoting the show on, on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that, or you're not helping uh, the show when it's actually there and you're not cleaning up for yourself, like what message is that sending? You want to do those things to you know show that you want to be there and you want to work there. Because uh, otherwise, you're just the, the guy who comes in and wrestles and you leave. It's yeah. a team aspect, right?
0: You, you want to be a part of the show, you want to be a part of creating it. At least that's how I feel. Because uh, that's and that's what I've I've heard from a lot of people. It just you show up, you help out the most you possibly can, and then you go home.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if your your match is off and you know you're done for the night, at least at least pick up your water bottle, clean up your mist tape from the floor, and throw it in the can. You know, because because someone has to clean
0: that up. Then you know it's probably gonna be the promoter because it's not a janitor who's gonna probably do it. So. <laughs> I was actually lucky. I had a janitor, and he was great. <laughs> oh, did you? Some, some do. Some do. I just oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. It just, man. Um, Mine, uh, the charity show went really well, and yeah. But I just, and I did, I did it once, and that's it. I'm going to edit that out because I hate bringing it up, but. Uh. <laughs> Just because I did a thing, so I I understand this this much of this much. So, yeah. But you tried it. You tried oh yeah, it. yeah. Better. Like um. I know I've never run a show until we
1: did this Backer pro stuff. I mean, it's a lot easier without fans, but it's still a pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My god. Just coordinating people. I.
1: I don't have to coordinate one show. I have to coordinate like six shows because we're doing different locations.
0: Oh and, yeah. Oh uh, and. Uh, how how to get Tyson Dukes to mow his Lawn? <laughs> <laughs> he was down for it, thank you. Okay, was it just the area and it worked out.
1: I thought it'd yeah. be funny if he he did like a because he's kind of like the dad of Ontario Indians. Yeah,
0: so um, I, it's perfect if he was mowing Lawn. <laughs> hey man, I live in London, Ontario, where his school is, and yep, I know. A lot. I've 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 met lots of his students, and I, he actually. This is how cool Tyson Tyson is. I, somebody reached out for me to get an, an an interview from him. And he invites me to the wrestling show to watch the advanced class because he knows I'm a fan. So as a fan, I'm getting to watch a training class, which never happens. That's and, pretty cool. And just I'm watching him do matches and this. And the only thing he said was, okay, just don't put who was doing what on on the show. I'm like, "Okay, I'm just going to going to sit here take take notes for and yeah. and an intro." And the cool thing was me and him, we he asked me to sit on the side of the of the ring just for photos. And then I set up my little gear here, so we I'm sitting on the side of a wrestling ring interviewing Tyson Dukes. Yep, that's pretty damn cool. That's and I'm and I'm I'm and he just like the the most mellow chill dude and then the students actually stay back and watch how to get interviewed. And I'm just like... Mm. And he used it as a teaching thing. That's smart. That's smart. And I'm just huh. like sitting here because now I normally do my interviews one-on-one and I'm just like... <laughs> 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 which was really, really cool. I can't say enough cool cool things about uh, the Tyson. That's Every time I've met him and... Anybody who's nice to my kids, you're, I'm, a, I'm a fan of yours. Like, so. I agree. he's he's helped me out tremendously, kind of behind the scenes. He's, oh yeah, he's been holding me as well. Back to another, uh, well, another uh, question. How did fight, fight or flight start?
1: So, Chris and I didn't necessarily want to be a tag team originally. Um, we kind of just fell into it because he lived in Pickering, I lived in Port Hope. Uh, my dad would drive from Pickering. And one day, he was like, oh, jokingly, he's like, all right, who wants to give me a ride home? And I was like, well, I mean, we're kind of going through that way. We can give you a ride. So that transitioned into us always traveling together to training. Uh, so we became best friends through that. And then we debuted as singles wrestlers. And then there was a point where Squirtle Wrestling thought there was going to be some sort of TV show they were going to be getting. So they took myself, they
0: took Ulysses, or they took Forza, sorry. Yeah. Um, and they took Alexi and Nicole, and they put us together,
1: and they created the Candy Kids Now, the Candy Kids (laughs) was an idea from them of kind of like these raver teenagers, which we were teenagers. um, But if you know the three of us, we don't party at all. So (laughs) they took the three of us and said, oh, these guys look like ravers. So we, Alexia got her fuzzy boots, we got the light up glasses, and kind of went from there. Then Alexia was hurt at the time, so she was managing us, and then she went off and did her own thing. Um, But we ended up just staying as a tag team. And then when Swirtsickle training, or Swirtsickle wrestling folded, we wanted to rebrand ourselves and we came up with fight or flight
0: and then from there it was pretty much uh we started mcw then c4 took us over and now alpha one is kind of our home as well for that and you guys are probably hands down one of my my favorite tag teams to watch just because (laughs) and yeah i'm i'm a fan we're all fans I I I don't care. I have my my personal favorites, but you guys just seem to click really well together, and I don't know.
1: It's just a chemistry we've had for a long time, right? We, yeah. we know each other so well, and the, we don't necessarily. We want to keep it fifty-fifty. We want to do kind of half tag bookings, half singles bookings, because we, you know, we both enjoy both parts of the business. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's worked essentially, <laughs> and it's how <laughs> most people see us. Most people see us as fighter
0: is. Fight or flight, just an Ontario thing, or have you guys been, been, been going, going back?
1: We've done a few things in Quebec, but um, okay. at the time, uh, Forza had some uh, permanent residence issues, so we couldn't take it to other places, But um,
0: so I kind of kept did my own thing going to the UK and trying okay. to create a singles thing there as well. Is there a big difference between, say, a Canadian crowd versus uh, a British crowd? Uh ex- excluding ex- kinda excluding soccer soccer uh, soccer chanting. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the main thing. They're very oh, yeah. into soccer chanting. Yeah. Um God the what the chant when I got at PCW
1: was uh they built they brought me in as a heel for this tournament and then I beat their Cruiserweight champion in a non title match and uh they kept singing like I don't even know what the tune was, but it was like, no one likes you, no one likes you, no one likes you, Vertigo, something like that. And they, they did it for like the three shows. And I was like, this is hilarious. Like nobody would do this back home. Um, I think they're just generally louder is what I get from Oh, it's yeah. Louder and they, they show up. There's more people who show up because it's more of a um, developed scene there, obviously.
0: Oh, yeah. That's pretty much the difference. Oh, yeah. Because uh, right now the UK is probably one of the hardest indie scenes Well, we'll see after, you know, everything's
1: been happening, but before, yes, yes it was.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, because it was progress and, uh, uh, I know, well, I, I, there you go.
1: Those are pretty much the heavy hitters.
0: Yeah, because, all right, I, everyone has personal favorites and I, I'm a, I'm a progress guy. I, I just absolutely, absolutely love watching their, their product and.
1: Yeah, Progress is wonderful. I got to, uh, I got to be ringside. Well, not ringside. I was, I was helping out with the crew, but I got to see Brent Banks versus uh, David Starr, um, <laughs> which was wonderful. And Brent Banks versus Jordan Devlin it was a, it was great. But um, you know, Progress, like
0: I, I couldn't believe their fan base. I, I knew when they came over to Canada, it was a big deal. When they came back last summer, when they came mm-hmm. to do Smashers Progress
1: shows, but seeing it actually in the UK, it's, it's something else, man.
0: I find every crowd is a little bit different. Even like, on. Ontario versus, versus Michigan, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like there's just, yeah, sure. just even, well, and then there's Japan and, Oh, have, 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 have you actually been to Japan yet? Yeah. I
1: have been to Japan. No, I've only done, um, Canada, America, uh, the UK, including Wales, um, Germany, Italy. Those are the countries I've done so far. Awesome. I would love to do Japan. I just don't really have much of a connection there. Um, yeah. The only other really true Japanese talent I have wrestled was uh, Kaido Kiyomiya for Smash, and he's oh. over in Noah yeah. right now. But uh, I'd love to make it over there. It's just a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, how, how do I get there sort of thing. And also, I want to be able, I want to be ready for when I'm there. I don't feel like I'm in the physical shape that I want to be,
0: yet. Oh, no, because, uh... Because I've been eating burgers and eating uh, pizza all
1: the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And, well, I do, I, I do want to ask this. Where did Backyard Pro come from because it's such um yeah. such an interesting idea and so different from what has been out there previously yeah. like because I know Psycho Mike is one of my one of the best wrestlers out there not just Ontario not just Canada I 100% agree how Absolutely. is he not signed yet oh my god like oh, and he wrestled the
1: guys that should be signed oh uh, I know unfortunately. We're yeah. just in this black hole in Canada,
0: unfortunately. Oh, I know. Um, but in, in terms of the Backyard Pro, it was about, I
1: sat around for a month when I came back from quarantine. Actually, I'll, I'll wind it back a bit. Before us and myself used to live together, one of the things we'd love to do on, you know, like a Friday night or something is we'd sit on YouTube and we'd watch awful Backyard Wrestling. Not good Backyard Wrestling. Awful backyard wrestling it was the best you look up chw backyard it's the worst you look up uvw backyard you look up 2kw which like uh ortiz from uh Santino well, ortiz or is from that stuff's good it's incredible but bad backyard wrestling because we just wanted to laugh it, it was incredible like awful characters it's the best especially you look up chw it's incredible <laughs> so when the quarantine happened it was kind of like well we don't know when fans are going to return, and I, I kind of had this idea of, like, well, for, first off, Ulysses, or sorry, Forez and I, I'm going to keep saying Ulysses. The Ulysses and I had this, uh, we decided to make, like, a backyard MV match, like a music video, because, you know, a lot of guys in, like, 2000, everyone made music videos and matches in, like, backyard era, right? So we made that, put it on Twitter, like, oh, that's funny, it Made people like it. And then I started to think, like, you know, what if wrestling doesn't come back? Like, what if fans don't come back? Like, we're all just going to become backyarders. Cause that's the only, like we're going to have to fulfill wrestling somehow. So we're just going to wrestle in front of no fans in our backyard. And then it kind of spanned into an idea of like, what if we took professional wrestlers in Ontario and just made an awful backyard show, (laughs) gave everybody new characters and just made a bad backyard show, but I'll produce it. So it'll look at least somewhat good, but the content itself will kind of be bad. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: so I kind of looked at four and I was like, well, I think we can do this as a show. So we kind of like kind of created some ideas and then, um, I kind of took it and then started filming everything because I, as a kid, I would run these shows. I ran like 86 shows in my trampoline wrestling federation and i make the cards. I do all the editing. I do all the graphics. I do literally everything for it. And I was like, if I'm going to do it again, I'm going to do it myself. I have to do it the exact same way I did before. Thankfully my girlfriend is helping with graphics because I suck at graphics. Um, but everything else I've had to do <laughs> from, from scratch. So, um, creative ideas have come from kind of everybody because I want everybody to be involved and come up with their own characters and come up with their own stuff. But for the most part, it's uh, that part's been collaborative. But in terms of making the content, it's been entirely me, and it's been a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> but I think people enjoyed the first uh, the first season. Thankfully, we didn't know if we were going to do another. We just wanted to try it and see what happens.
0: But yeah, because here well, we are with the whole second season coming out. So <laughs> yeah, and uh, you put Holden Albright in a lucha mask, which is just. <laughs> Gold. I, I will also I, say that is not my idea. That was his.
1: <laughs> most, <laughs> most, of the, most of the characters are the person's idea. I'm okay. not going to tell Psycho Mike what to do because he's incredible. He knows what he wants to do. Yeah. I'm just going to say do what you want. And we'll film it. And
0: that's what how a lot of that stuff has happened. And Psychotic Michael was just I, I I'm I, I was actually showing non wrestling fans this that little thing at <laughs> a work, and they were just. What the hell is this? <laughs> just that's busting exactly. a gut, that's laughing. That's what I want because it's yeah. it's, it's back backyard pro.
1: It's not backyard pro wrestling. There's very little wrestling. There's very little to do with wrestling. Oh yeah. It's a lot of just like stupid character work and ridiculous vignettes. Um, and that's that's kind of what I wanted. I, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's the wrestling that hooks people to wrestling. You know, it's it's the other shit. It's oh, yeah. The other shit that people yeah. want to see. So, um, like for instance, uh, Jimmy Fortino's Stratos he came up with this uh, Italian character and he based it off like, I think it was like, I want to say it was like 90s, um, like if you lived in Woodbridge in the 90s essentially. <laughs> and there's a guy named Tarzan Dan. I don't know if you know who Tarzan Dan is. Do you know who he is?
0: Yes. Uh, I don't know who he is. He's not from my era. No, no. Um, uh, I am an, I am very much a YTV kid. And yes, okay. So yeah. you, you understand. Oh, yeah. He started he
1: started retweeting the videos and I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. Apparently, it's a big deal. He is, <laughs> yes. The videos. Oh yeah, like, just, oh my God. just like it's incredible. So if we can get people who you know aren't necessarily into wrestling enjoying the content, that's what matters to me.
0: Oh yeah, it is. It is one of those things that people are actually loving it, like and talking about it, and bringing uh. it up, and they just want more and more of it. And then you have Tyson Dukes riding a lawnmower which is yeah, exactly awesome.
1: We're cameos in like that. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully oh, people man. come around for the second season. I don't know if yeah. it's as hype as it was before, but I've put just as much effort in the second season, so we'll see. Then we're You can see, you can watch Backyard Pro at 8 p.m. on our YouTube channel on August
0: 13th, August 20th, and August 27th. Awesome. Cool. Yep. Well, and... I do got to ask, if people want to follow you on the the interweb, I call it that because there's so many shows. now. Yes. Of course. I agree. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at NotEnoughVon, on Instagram
1: at VonVertigo, on Facebook at VonVertigo, and if you want to follow Backyard Pro, you can follow Backyard Pro on Twitter at ProBackyard, on Instagram at BackyardProCanada, on Facebook at BackyardProCanada, and you can find both of those on ProWessingT's.
0: Awesome. And guys, pick up those shirts because... They look really cool and I'm When my next pro wrestling tees order I'm definitely grabbing 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 up one because well, I am a wrestling shirt junkie, so I think I got I have and I will say
1: we, we do actually have the shirts locally. Um we printed them locally, so I do have sizes uh XL, two XL and three XL, um locally which we ship, which is a lot cheaper than pro wrestling tees in Ontario. But if you're in you're from the States then Pro Wrestling tees is probably your best
0: option. Okay. So I'll be uh messaging you after 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 uh, after af, <laughs> Uh after this because I want a shirt. I I'm I got Hey man, I'm going in withdrawals. I haven't bought a wrestling shirt since like March. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I literally got in the box back there. I can figure it out.
0: <laughs> awesome man. Uh we'll talk uh, later and I'll cuz I know I'm not the only one and so yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right <laughs> uh, man. Okay the end of interviews which I always do this I, do, I just do a, the me Talks 10 it's 10 okay. e- 10 quick either or either or uh, cool. questions cool I like it like, <laughs> i had to do one of these yet. I'm excited okay and these are actually sent in by listeners so oh perfect okay don't I didn't make a single one of these up so don't ask <laughs> okay <laughs> like um, this one uh, couch or recliner Couch.
1: I like laying down on the couch. I like laying down on the recliner.
0: I don't think hey. I can explain myself, but couch. <laughs> yep. Oh no. Just hey, explain whatever you want because every single wrestler has said couch. Not a single really? one. I'm I'm over. You know,
1: we're, all, we're all a bunch of lazy lazy guys.
0: So that's oh, yeah. all it is. Or Not you're... lazy
1: boys because lazy boys would be a recliner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Coke or Pepsi.
1: <laughs> I don't drink either.
0: Uh, I know. I'm going to Coke just
1: because most of my friends drink Coke. I'll
0: go, I'll go with okay. them. Okay. Uh, let me, let me, do, let me uh, change it up for you. Uh, sure. Wrestling drinks. Bottled water or monster? Bottled water. <laughs>
1: I'll, drink a mo- I'll drink a monster here and there, but I literally drink bottled water all day.
0: So. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just because uh, those are the two drinks I get from wrestlers all the time. I don't know why, but...
1: I'm sure Holden Albright has to talked to you about monsters, that's for
0: sure. Uh, white monsters. If I see, if I ever see him without one, I am in trouble. And, yeah. <laughs>
1: I can tell you. He's, I can, he legitimately is always drinking those.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Are Judas Priest or Iron Maiden? I like Iron Maiden. Nope. no. not a Judas fan. Eh, well, you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> okay. That's about all the time we have. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, I'm, I've 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 been a priest guy since I was like four, so I know. Okay, fair enough. I know. I'm I'm very very wrong, but uh, hot hot <laughs> hot sunny day or perfect winter day.
1: Hot sunny day. I absolutely hate the winter, mainly for driving.
0: Oh yeah. No. Uh, we're both Canadian boys, so uh, winter driving sucks. It's uh, the worst. Yep. Uh, salty or sweet?
1: Sweet. I definitely have a sweet tooth.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Superman or Spider-Man?
1: Spider-Man. I've watched a the Spider-Man movies. I have seen any Superman movies, I don't think.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's more relatable as a character. I think so. Yeah, or definitely. Superman is just a modern-day god. That's it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you not wrong <laughs> okay uh, night owl or early riser
1: uh, I'm right in between um, I'd say now I'm probably a night owl you used to be an early riser I can't anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, pants or shorts pants
1: I don't want to show up my calves
0: oh yeah <laughs> online shopper or the mall
1: more the mall I like to see what I'm
0: buying I would just want to go to a mall and not be yeah not be near people now but. Right.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Are. <laughs> hey, man, I work at Costco. I deal with people all day. It sucks. <laughs> just, yeah, I bet. Uh, and last but not least, this is always number my number ten question: toilet paper over or under?
1: Yeah, the over.
0: Yep. Yeah, definitely over. That's the correct way. Oh yeah.
1: Under it's like it's, uh, no, you can't do under. It's over.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, I just. Imagine there's two googly eyes eyes there, or if it's my house, you actually have them there. Uh, beard, beard's good, mullet bad. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it that way. That's hilarious. Oh man, no. Uh, some somebody told me that that a while ago, and you know what? I got four kids. It works. They're doing it right, at Absolutely. least. I, th- I think that's gonna stick with me. <laughs> oh yeah, because it just kind of uh, sticks. Yeah. All right, man. I just want to say thank you very, very much for. Coming on the uh, on the show, it's been fun. Oh, thanks so much, Gilme. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, I told you that it was a fantastic in- interview, and we had so much fun just chatting. And the Gilme Talks Ten is always always fun. Well, I love, it. I absolutely love doing doing it, doing that. Just want to say thanks for listening all the way through. Uh, don't forget to check out Johnny McLean's first episode. He just posted it while while I was doing this. And you know what? Go check his stuff stuff out. Any Gilme Talks alum, I will tell you guys anything interesting they're uh, they're doing. Like right now, Alex Ocean is wrestling in Florida, doing the deathmatch thing down there. Just seen a poster of of his back, and it's absolutely crazy. Once again. Any graphic design work, guys, go check out Solid Designs on Instagram. If you want any amazing art, art, artwork uh, done up there for you, check out BatsInTheBelfryArt One of my, one of my favorite sites. A little call, call, call to action, guys. Go check out anybody on the OIW Podcast Network. Whether it's Knights of the Squared Circle, who is now putting his shows on Spotify, and and iTunes right at, right right now, or just go go check out Scumbags or the Weekly Whisper Whisper with Ilian Habanero. I cannot say that guy's name name it name right, and he will be on 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 the show in a, a couple weeks as well. But go check out the the Gilme Talk socials. Twitter at Gilme, Instagram at Gilme Talks, and Facebook at Gilme Talks. And if you ever need to get a, a hold of me, just me- message me on your Facebook or hit up the email at JustinMGilmet at gmail.com. And I just want to say, everybody, stay safe out there and wash your damn hands. That's it. Just take care of yourself, your family, and wash your, your damn hands. That's it. Thanks for uh, listening, guys, and talk to you in a week. Bye.